You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 191. Hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, we're going to talk about templates, PMO templates, project management templates, where and how they can help, and the dangers of abusing templates when there's probably a better answer. You're going to learn a little bit that you may not have been thinking about when it comes to templates, how to use them for good instead of evil, and what to watch out for when it comes to building and setting up your PMO and the role that templates play. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by my game-changing steps to a high-impact PMO. If you're building a PMO or need to elevate a PMO, or frankly, know that you need to get your PMO back on track, this free training is for you. You're going to learn how to transform your PMO into an impact engine that generates high-impact outcomes for every project. So no matter if you're starting a PMO for the first time, trying to get a PMO back on track, or just want to ensure that your PMO is as high impact as possible, this training will get right to the heart of what really makes a difference in the eyes of your business leaders, where you should focus your energy for the best results, and how to accelerate your PMO performance. You're going to learn my step-by-step system that has been developed leveraging more than 25 years of real-world experience. First as a PMO leader myself, starting back in 1999, and then as a consultant, trainer, and coach over the last 10 years running PMO strategies. The work I do with my students and coaching participants and clients has helped them earn a seat at the table to lead their organizations through times of crisis, chaos, and well into a future of endless possibilities. This is all about helping you and your organization thrive. And it starts by knowing how to go step-by-step through the most important ways your PMO can provide value. I've got you every step of the way. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO and learn exactly what it takes to build an impact engine PMO for your organization. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, let's dive in. Oh, templates. Templates, templates, templates. I get it. I definitely do. It's interesting because if you've been listening to a lot of my podcasts, you know that it may seem like I hate templates. I'm always telling PMO leaders, stop focusing so much on templates, tools, and process, you know, the outputs and deliverables, and focus on driving better business outcomes. And so you could believe that I don't like templates. It might sound like I'm template bashing, but I promise you I'm not. What I'm helping PMO leaders understand is that it doesn't matter how perfect you make your templates if you don't get those big picture strategic outcomes your organization needs out of those projects you're overseeing. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't have templates. It just means we need to understand their place. Let me tell you about Samantha. So Samantha was a project manager working in an organization and felt like she was in constant chaos. So she was in the role of PM, but she kind of felt like everything she created was just hers because nobody was really 
following any kind of standard process. Now on her projects, she always had a structure and a process and did things the same way over and over and over again. Her projects were on time, on scope, on budget, and she had templates she created that she relied on very heavily to guide that process. In fact, she would tell you that her templates were the saving grace to her being able to put structure and consistency and standardization around her projects. Now let me tell you about Jack. Jack had been a project manager in the past, but now he was in a new role in a new organization. And this time it was his first time getting to build a PMO. And that organization didn't have a lot of structure, didn't have a lot of standardization, and he needed to put it in place fast because he was a project manager in the past and he saw the hot mess that was projects happening all around them. And everything was done inconsistently from one project to the next. And nobody really knew were they ever going to achieve their goals in some of these projects. It was just total chaos. Now let me introduce you to Mark. Mark had never actually been a formal project manager before at all, but his organization was putting in place project management structure and they were putting in this new role called a project management office. And they tapped Mark on the shoulder to run it. Now, Mark had no idea where to start because he wasn't even a project management expert like Jack and Samantha. He was actually new to all of this. When he got promoted into the role, he looked around and said, I don't even know where to start. And he did the same thing that Jack and Samantha did. All three of them, when they got put in this role, knew that they needed to do things differently and they weren't even sure exactly where to start. Jack and Samantha had experience as a project manager, so their go-to was to fix project management. Mark, he wasn't sure exactly what to do, so he hit Google and started searching on what it takes to build a PMO. In fact, if you look on Google for what a successful PMO looks like or how to set up a PMO, you're going to get eight to nine million results. When each of these three went down that path of starting to search online and look at what a successful PMO looked like, here's what the typical guidance told them. Create structure, create standardization, create process. And oh, by the way, you must have a set of templates to ensure that structure and standardization. Everyone must be doing things the same way. Now, in each of these scenarios, Samantha, Jack, Mark, all of them went on the hunt for templates. They looked online in all kinds of places, found things on PMI. They even found things in our membership on our site. And they were all off to the races. Every single one of them said, great, that's where I'm going to start with my PMO. I'm going to put templates in place because it's something I know. It's something tangible that will give me my step-by-step -step of what success looks like. But here's what happened for every single one of them. The more they started rolling out the structure and the process and the templates and used that to define and govern and track and police what success looked like, the less success they actually had. Project managers started pushing back that all had different ways of doing things. Business leaders were pushing back saying, why do you keep shoving so many templates at us? People that had to follow the process were saying, I'm not following your process or your process is too complicated or why do I have 65 templates I have to fill out just to do a project? And worst of all, in each of these scenarios, as they started pushing templates, even up to the executive team, they hit a wall. 
Instead of being thought of as the organization that was driving good project management discipline and structure, which is how the project manager PMO folks saw it, the executives just saw a box checking, checklist driving, template pushing structure and role that wasn't helping them. Because here's the secret. No executive is ever going to say, wait, hold on. Before we can talk about this project, can you go give me five more templates I need to fill out? That's not going to happen ever. In fact, all the resistance that all three of these people saw in their different scenarios was tied specifically to the fact that they were tying their value to the templates that they were creating. They were tying the value and their success to the perfection of the process. And that's where all of this falls apart. It's not that you don't need templates and structure and process. It's all about figuring out, like I said, how to use them for good instead of evil. I'm reading a book right now called Write a Must Read by my coach, AJ Harper. She is one phenomenal coach and instructor and guide on helping you write a book, which I'm working on doing right now. And she finally wrote her book. And as I was reading it, something hit me really hard that I want to share with you. She explained it very simply. She explained why so many people go the easy route when it comes to writing a book and search online for a fill in the blank or a template that guides you through the process. She explains that templates make us feel better. Now, in this case, she's talking about outlining a book because writing a book is hard. And as I read that, I was thinking about all of you. I was thinking about you individually and the collective you, all of us that are working in the PMO and project management space. And it finally dawned on me. I get it now. Templates make us feel better. Templates give us some structure. They give us a step-by-step, -step, a paint-by-numbers, a this is what it takes to do it right. That's what templates promise us, but it's not what they actually deliver. The promise of templates is alluring. Just give me all the templates I need to build out my PMO. Just give me all the templates I need to put a good project management process in place. Just give me the paint-by-numbers of creating a project lifecycle that works every time and a paint-by-numbers of building and running a PMO. What should success look like? Give me the step-by-step -step templates. It makes sense to me now. I finally understand that templates do make us feel better because they give us the illusion that we have everything we need to be successful. They tell us, they give us the illusion that if we just do each of these steps in the process, we will be able to declare success. We will have everything we need because it's that easy, step by step, paint by numbers. But it's not true. And you know it's not true because if like Jack and Samantha and Mark, you've tried to Google PMO templates and or you've even tried to download them from our website and you've said, okay, this is the paint by numbers for setting up a PMO, you learn very quickly that you're going to hit a wall of resistance. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that templates don't have a place. In fact, we have an awesome set of templates and workbooks and guides in our Impact Engine System program. There are right ways to build a PMO, but it's more like an advanced work of art than a paint-by-numbers project. Because building and running a PMO that drives high impact for an organization is an advanced process, but it doesn't mean you can't do it if it's your first time. In fact, we have 
undeniable success with our PMO leaders that are doing it for the very first time. And in fact, sometimes they have even better success because they don't have to break a lot of bad habits of thinking that templates, tools, and process are the definition of success. They're just going with the flow and doing it right the first time because they know what that looks like. They know that step-by-step process because we teach them. But what we never, ever do is lead with templates, never, ever lead with process. We teach PMO leaders how to think critically, how to become business leaders, and how to understand the real dynamics of relationships and what it takes to be successful. We don't give them a paint by numbers. We teach them how to create a masterpiece again and again. And every masterpiece they create is as unique as the organization that they serve. What they create looks as special and beautiful as it needs to, to serve the needs of that organization. There's no paint by numbers path to success with PMOs, just like there is no perfect set of templates that will ensure that every project is successful or that every PMO is perfect and that you can just pick up and rinse and repeat from one organization to the next. The reality is it doesn't work that way. And when you rely on a set of templates to be your success, you will hit a wall. It'll happen eventually, I promise you, and does for every single Samantha and Jack and Mark out there. Why do they all hit a wall? Why will you hit a wall? Because consistency and standardization and efficiency are very tempting words, very tempting rules to live by. And when you're painting by numbers, that's fine. Be as efficient as possible. But when you're trying to create a masterpiece, you need to know the skills. You need to embrace the mindset. You need to have a whole different approach to creating that masterpiece. And your paint by numbers, consistency, standardization, and efficiency are not going to get you there. When you focus on templates first and structure and standardization, as opposed to being in the process and learning the best way to achieve the outcomes, not just perfect the outputs, you create several problems that relegate your PMO to being the process police and preventing you from actually getting a seat at your table. That's right. Your over-reliance on templates can prevent you from getting a seat at the table. Here's a few ways this shows up. First, inflexibility. A rigid reliance on templates and process can limit the ability of PMO leaders to be flexible and adaptive to changing project requirements and circumstances. Lack of innovation. If you follow this cookie cutter, paint by numbers, predefined templates and process, you can miss opportunities for innovation and creativity that could get you the better project outcomes. For example, when we say on time, on scope, on budget, and anything that gets in the way of that is going to get destroyed, you remove the opportunity to innovate and create new ways of accomplishing things. Sticking with your paint by numbers templates process, you could end up in a situation where you totally miss opportunities to generate real business value even faster because you're so focused on following the checkbox list of things you must do. Third, you're going to hit a lot more change resistance. You may encounter resistance from the project team members who feel that the templates in the process are so restrictive that it prevents them from being innovative or creative in their approach. It prevents them from using a flexible and adaptive mindset and approach to value delivery. It prevents them from looking outside the box for creative solutions and can bog them down in so much process that they can't do the good work they're supposed to do. This leads to the fourth one 
over-reliance on bureaucracy. When you create an environment where you're the process and templates police, you're creating an overly bureaucratic approach to project management that leads to a lot of administrative overhead, which will absolutely keep you and the project managers in this overhead kind of mindset. And that's how people are going to see you because they're going to see you as the expense organization, the policing organization, the directive organization, as opposed to the collaborative and supportive type function that they need to support getting to the business outcomes. And you're going to miss several opportunities that are going to be right there in front of you, but you're not even going to see them because a process first approach can result in focusing so heavily on following templates and process and not enough on identifying and taking advantage of opportunities to improve the project outcomes. Remember, project management is not the end game. Project management is the process we use to drive business results. So perfecting your deliverables and your templates and your process and defining your success by how many of them you have and how perfect people are at following them prevents the innovation and the creativity and all the things you need to actually create better business outcomes. So our safety net is preventing us from actually being successful. Our desire to do it right and get it perfect and just have the paint by numbers approach to creating a PMO or a project management process is actually preventing you from being successful. It's preventing you from getting your seat at the table. Templates make us feel better in the short term, but doing the right good work of figuring out what the business problems are that you need to solve identifying the root causes of those business problems so you stop putting band-aids on symptoms without anything actually getting better long-term and building those right relationships with your stakeholders to understand how you can best serve them and then creating a flexible and nimble and adaptive framework that flows with them, with the needs and allows you to pivot and shift based on the needs of particular projects, needs of those stakeholders, needs of the market that you must serve. Those are the places you want to focus if you want to be successful. Those are the places you have to focus if you want a seat at the table. If you want to be a business leader, not a project administrator, you must understand when and how to use those templates to support the process, to accelerate getting to business outcomes, not slow it down. They are the means to the end. And so you absolutely can have them. But before you add a single template, or process, you must ask yourself, is this helping us accelerate getting to impact? Is this helping us deliver on our projects faster? Is this helping us get to those critical business outcomes? And if so, then it's absolutely one that you need. And if not, then you need to put it aside until you can answer that question differently. And for many of them, you'll never answer that question differently. And once you've found those right templates, it's about putting them in place in a way that encourages engagement and support and reliance on them to serve the project, achieving its business goals more effectively. For example, a great template you absolutely want is a business case because it answers critical questions you must have answers to, including why you're doing what you're doing and what success looks like. Those are absolutely things you need to know so that everybody else in this 
this whole project process comes along with you and understands the goals and success, which goes well beyond on time, on scope, on budget. So there are absolutely templates you want. Just make sure that you're using the right templates and that you don't start there. In fact, if that's where you think you should start, definitely head over to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO and check out our free training on the step-by-step that we know works every single time, not because it's paint by numbers, but because we teach you how to elevate your thinking and way that you drive value in the organization focused on getting to those critical business outcomes, as opposed to focusing solely on perfecting outputs. Next time you find yourself Googling PMO templates or project management templates, come back to this episode, listen to it again and understand I'll need those, but I'm only going to need a handful that are helping us get to those bigger business outcomes, not perfecting our outputs and that those templates are just a guide but they will never ever replace smart people engaging with real stakeholders to understand their WIFM, their what's in it for me, and what success really looks like for these projects and how to partner with them, work with them together hand in hand to get to those business outcomes. I hope you found this valuable today. If you're listening to this episode, you definitely need the free training we're doing on building a game-changing PMO. Whether you came here because you thought you were going to learn about the right templates to use, or you now know a little bit better, but you also need to know what those step-by-step secrets are to building a game-changing PMO, go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. Check out my free training that helps you understand exactly what it is that you need to do to build a high impact PMO. I'm sharing so many of my game changing secrets and you'll know what success looks like by the end of that training. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. Okay, Impact Driver, that's it for this episode. I'm so glad you were here with me today. I hope you found this valuable. Definitely hit subscribe and download these podcast episodes so that they are with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. I'm looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye-bye for now.